There we go. Here we are. And just like that. We're doing stuff. Yeah, buddy. Are we going to have the thing? Should we have an abrupt musical intro? Are we gonna, Are you going to play a random one again? Or? I, well, I don't know. With a regular one? Oh, surprise me. I don't know. Is it this one? The one with Kristen on that. It kept oh. messing up for me, though. Oh, did it? Your internet is touch and go. Oh, lovely. No, I mean it's all right right now, but we'll see. Okay, I just know we... in in general, your your podunk oh, internet can be questionable. Oh dear. What did you do? I, I'm gonna try to close all the things. Oh boy. Hmm. You can do it. Put you back into it. You just got to close all the tablatures. Okay, I tried. That's the best I got. You got it. You're good. You did a great job. So, Jaina. Yeah, yeah. How was your week? Oh, you know, just doing my thing. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Oh. Maybe that. It is. I I increased my, my pixel... You reminded me that I could stream at a higher, a higher resolution. Oh, isn't that cute? So I did. So now you can see more of my wrinkles and baldness. Look, my hair's <laughs> kind of growing back in. Ooh. Are you are you using something? No, I just stopped shaving it. Oh, I'm using like every product there is combined. Oh yeah. Yeah, and since we're showing the baldness, I'll show it. I don't care. Yeah, I I, I need to get another haircut, so I have it. Um, you know, so this oh, is you've a, got the same middle stripe I do, where it's like really thin right in the middle in the yes, front, and then it's thick on either side. You can see mine right now, like you, you see, like these two stripes. It's insane. Like, isn't that stupid? Um, and it's been baldness. going on since I was like, I can't do this in this damn thing. And of course, I'm like, oh, look at it, it's growing back because it doesn't show as much as it was. Yeah. All the joys of. But I'm like using Keeps. I'm using some acetone shampoo that comes out looking like mousse that's oh. supposed to clear your pores out. That was like $75 for a. It literally looks like a can of mousse. Um, huh. I'm taking had... a p- pill every morning. Oh, well. Okay. There's a biotin shampoo, and then the keeps came with the pill, the shampoo, and then drops. And then mm-hmm. I do the other shampoo. Um, and then uh, somebody sent me something else. It's, it's like from France. Like the packaging is pretty much in, in French. And I've got to try that, but it says <laughs> put no heat, no blow drying, nothing on your head until it dry because it's so flammable. Oh, wow. So I'm assuming that it's going to work because if it's, if it's that. Yeah. They've got you putting near like, yeah, you've got napalm on your head, I think. Uh, it's got to work, right? I'm like, cause if it's that dangerous, that's how it works. You know, it was like Fen Fen. People yeah. were losing weight like crazy 
because it was so bad for you. you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My mom told me about her diet drugs from the seventies that were just like amphetamines. Like, yes. she, she's like, I never slept. I just cleaned. Listen, I'll never forget that guy. I went to that red apple the one time, you know, it was one late night or whatever. And I was complaining. I was young. I was, I don't know, like nitrous. I didn't have any insurance. I didn't have an inhaler. He's like, Oh, threw me a jar of pills. He's like, take one of these. He's like, it'll be a good time. And, Takes care of asthma. Ephedrine. Oh. Well. Honey. That was effective, wasn't it? Next thing I knew, I was skinny. I was addicted. (laughs) It was a good time. It was such a good time. It's horrible. Don't don't take that kind of stuff, kids. Don't take that kind of stuff. I'm not encouraging addiction. It it was not cute. I've I've reached the age where I feel a little spicy. Like when when I'm a little tired in the morning and I feel like being spicy, I'll take a a Sudafed 12-hour. Like the ones that you have to go up to the counter and ask for, and they take your driver's license to make sure you're not cooking meth with it. You take one of those, and <laughs> like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, one of those, a nice twelve-hour of those, and boy, look, I'm not hungry. I just can work all day. Don't even like my oh. attention span is focused. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, I went to that one shrink right, and I walked in the door, and I swear. God is the kids were with me, the oldest two, right? Because we were all going to the shrink together. But she was the psychiatrist for pills. I walked in the door. Kids are standing there. She goes, You're a handsome guy. I'm going to give you pills and I'm going to make you skinny. Oh, well, thank you, ma'am. And I'm like, I'm in love with you. All right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> she was a trip. The pills, they did work. Yeah. I had no appetite. I didn't get any energy from it, though. It was very disappointing. But I was never hungry, and it was an off-brand ADD medication, that which I have ADD, so that was nice. Didn't really work for it, though. And it's non-controlled. But one of the side effects? Hair loss. <sighs> yep. I was like, I... I <laughs> You, I could not have returned those pills faster. <laughs> I, I'm like, what, what's, what's going on? Why, why? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll get on a treadmill. Mine goes in shifts, man. Like my hair, like, I'm like, oh, well, I think it's leveled off. I think it's not falling out anymore now. And I kind of look at it in the mirror. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't look like it's getting any worse. And then like six months later, all of a sudden it's like, no, no, there goes all of it. I'm just watching it fall in the sink right now. It's just all going. Like, And then it'll stop again. And it's like just, just these little like, I don't know, stress events or whatever. And it's like my hair mm-hmm. just decides to all fall out in a certain place or region all at once. It's well, cool. It was, I was doing really well. It was regrowing quite nicely, I think, with all the stuff I was using. And then when I got COVID in December, Mm -hmm. it was just like, it just fell fell right out. I think that my hair isn't actually falling out. I think there's an intricate tunnel system that runs below the surface of my skin. And it's actually just taking the subway down to my shoulders is actually what's happening. It's just, just, yes. It just sucks in and it's like, hey, I'm going to live over here and 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 then back over back here. And that, that, that little spot there where you get the hunch from like looking down at your phone too much, we're going to just, a lot of us want to live on that mountain right there. And, yeah. 
Yeah, I've got the bat wing in the back. Like, I have this huge bald spot, but then it looks yeah. like it's traumatic. It's mm -hmm. really emotional. Yeah. Do you have the nice oval right above your butt? The oval of fur directly I, above your bum bum? Yeah, like, I, I can see my ass. I don't know. I mean, I'm just wondering. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. You know, I'm a big boy. I have this thing called the bro shaver. <laughs> you do not have the bro shaver. I, I do. It looks like I shrunk and I'm a G.I. Joe holding a regular human-sized back like like face shaver. It's it's like this long and it and it takes like three separate like razors at the end of it. And it's like it's like a big you just get the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because I'm, I'm like, listen, there's nothing going on around here. You know what I mean? It's been like four years. I've not done anything. I haven't been with nobody. Yeah. I ain't kissing nobody. I don't care. I'm not. Yeah. I, I'll keep the voice trimmed. This about. It. I ain't worried about the back. Nothing. Right. I, mm -mm. I just think it's nice sometimes to feel my shirt actually touch my skin. <laughs> I just. It feels nice. You take a shower, you get all freshly shaved, and then you get in like a nice set of clean sheets or something. It's, like, it's not, yeah, sure. When you're not like you know obese, you know, when you're obese, it's like oh, that looks like a dead naked bird. Like it's not cute. Well, I just look like a dead naked skinnier bird. It's not or, any better. <laughs> <laughs> like I just look like I'm like oh god, this is like horrible. I, I was I was worried about like. You know, I, I felt, like, a little depressed about, like, you know, getting older. It's like, when your skin's not as elastic-y as it used to be. And, like, you're starting to see the little wrinkles around your eyes and the bags and, like, the hair's going away. And I was like, man, I'm really starting to look old. Like, I in my head, I'm still 25. But outside, it does not match. And now I'm just kind of like, hmm. I don't know. I think I've looked at it long enough to this point where... I've just kind of gotten acclimated to it, and I'm just used to the idea that I'm not going to be any better looking than I am right now, so I better just enjoy what I've got while I've got it. Today, yeah. It's just going to keep going downhill. So I look great, and I look better than I will tomorrow. <laughs> How about it's that? true. It's true. Yeah. It's a little nerve. I don't like the hair thing. Like, that's yep. the thing that bothers me, right? I, and it's just and, because my hair was yeah. my favorite accessory. Oh, I used to have long hair. Like, when I was in high school. I, I remember. Was, when I was, like, 17, I had, like, and sometimes girls would sit behind me and they would, like, play with it and stuff and braid it. I didn't look good with long hair. No, I know I didn't, but I had it. No, 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 no. It's not about you, honey. It's oh. not you. I am just not, not for long hair on the men folk. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. It was, I mean, I was in high school. I haven't done that since because I can't, but, you know. So, we have feelings. We should talk about our feelings. We should get to the point here. We're, we're 10 minutes in, 11 minutes in, and I think we're dodging it because no one likes to talk about their emotions feelings. because they're lies. They might be, especially if you have garbage in your past. Ooh. Well, I, I, what I sent, I sent you a clip of 
basically Blossom's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I love. I, I always catch her clips on TikTok. And I, she, I mean, she's, she's got a huge degree. I mean, she's a very smart woman. Um, and she was talking about how she can't trust her emotions with her reactions. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's so true. And it's something I know for me. <laughs> I've realized usually for, I, I need space. When there's something big happening, I, I need time. I, I can't talk. I, I need to take a break. I need to pause because I'm going to say the thing I should not say. Mm-hmm. I know that. And I'm going to say it well. I know how to do that. Oh, boy. I'm very good at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm really great at being a cocksucker. I, I, multiple I've, ways. I've got that on the edge like if you've ever seen like a ryan reynolds movie like you know like the ryan reynolds movies like where all of a sudden like he's always got that smart ass thing that's like perfect right on deck oh it's just waiting there it's just it's like when the person says it it's like that's what she said joke like you're just like and you just throw it out of your mouth and you're like could you do that one more time (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah, and it's it's embarrassing, and it's not always just embarrassing. But sometimes, like you say something, like then you hear yourself say it, like you're immediately like, "Oh, oh, that was not good judgment." So it's like I don't know. As I've gotten older, like I've really had to, like you're talking about, like take a minute back and like like I know that stuff's going to be said. I know that the situations are going to go on right now, and I know that my initial response is going to be like. Fuck, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I can't do that because it's never good. So I have to just be quiet. And then people are like, hey, Dana, mm-hmm. what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I'm right. fine. Because it's like, I can't say how I feel right now because I will say it irresponsibly. And mm-hmm. it's not good for anybody. It's not good for you. It's not good for me. I'm just going to wait a minute with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to pause and take a breath because. I need to think about how I'm going to respond. I need to kind of take the emotion out of it. But Mm -hmm. the other thing, though, that kills me is the people that have no emotion, you know, those cold ice queens. Those are kind of like the psychotic people, though, right? Like, they're the the robots. Like, they handle situations without any empathy because I feel like you can't react with the emotions, but you have to reflect with yeah. emotion right well, does that make sense am i saying this right do you know what i'm trying to say yeah does anybody I know mean, what i'm trying to say like i think what i do and i think it might be similar to what you're talking about is like when so like you're we're gonna let's talk about like a, a, a like a more powerful emotion like uh, say you've got a feeling of uh just you're hurt your feelings are hurt as somebody said something to hurt your feelings or somebody did something to hurt your feelings you know if you initially say something it's just going to make things worse and you've got to just like rest on it like and the hurt doesn't go away you still have that like those hormones are still coursing through your bloodstream like your heart rate's elevated like your oxygen i mean your, your levels are all over the place and you basically have to wait for that to kind of dissipate you got to breathe through it but you just because you remove yourself from the situation doesn't mean that emotion goes away. Like you have to sit there and you have to like, think about it. Like, how am I feeling? I'm feeling upset still. 
Well, we know this happened because the situation caused it. So why did that cause it? And you can dig into it, but sometimes it's just the simple fact that like, I don't need to know why I feel this way. I just need to finish feeling this way. So I'm just going to sit here and feel it and be with whatever this emotion is until it's run its course. And then I'm going to reevaluate the situation that I think it arose from and kind of address it from rationality again. Like, and there's different triggers. Like you're talking about like the person who seems like, like I'm, I'm going to call it like the Tom Cruise, like, you know, the, <laughs> that, that, that like the Tom Cruise is a great example of that. Like he's, he, he's articulate and he's pinpoint and it's just like a sped up robot is spewing off just crazy Scientology at you. And so like you, you've got, um, you've got like a trigger that maybe that's your trigger. Maybe that's something that sets you off or you have something else. Like, where did that come from? Like, it's gotta be something from like when you were a kid or like a bad experience you had, like somebody like barking, lecturing or yelling at you or something. But I mean, those, those emotional reactions, they're coming from the place of like a kid reacting to that situation. And you have to like, remind yourself like I'm a grown up. I can't react like a kid. I've got to react like an adult now. And it it's something. Yeah, I think I, I think moving through the emotion, recognizing you just have to go through it and let it go when it's done. Mm-hmm. Um I I just kind of had a situation where somebody said something mm-hmm. that in the moment, I kind of didn't, I was like, well, taken back, but, and as the day kind of went on, I was dwelling on it, and I, I really was getting, oh, up, yeah, I was really kind of getting upset about it. Uh-huh. Because you're, you're ruminating was, now, like, yeah, you're, you're yeah, just, yeah. you're playing it over and over again in your yeah. head, like. Maybe I took it wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be mad. But then the more you think about it, you're like, I'm just no, like, what? No, does that, is... What was that supposed to mean? Yeah. Like seriously? Yeah, because it's was... not necessarily what somebody said. It was like, why would they say that? What was the motive behind yeah, that? Like, like yeah, right. And then I'm like, ah, I my calm. I went. I told, I'm like, let, let me just tell you this situation. Like, what? And they're like, what the hell? And I'm like, okay, thank you. Um. And then I just kind of stopped, and I'm like, mm. this, this person is going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I need to just have grace. Doesn't matter why they said it. Uh, because God knows I've said enough shit that I just didn't mean, I, I wasn't thinking clearly, you know. You just say dumb shit. Oh yeah, and sometimes you and, say and, to the people that you care hard, about because yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So it was a really kind of hard pill to swallow to be like, I just have to let it go and mm-hmm. not and just accept the fact that they're going through something, and yep. whatever they meant has nothing to do with me. Yep, and I can't. There's nothing I can do about. Mm-hmm. And I just need to be okay with that and love them anyways. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. And but know, how long did that take you to get there? Like, was it days? 
It was probably no. days, wasn't no, it? No, 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 because no, it was like it was. Like, I'm like, oh god, maybe I am bipolar, right? Because it went like that afternoon of like me getting irate, made a couple phone calls, and then I was just dwelling on it, dwelling on it, dwelling on it. You know, because I'm, I always try to replay like what's the other person going through. I always want to know, okay, where did I did I screw up something? Did I what did I do wrong? Like, how am I at fault? Right? Because I'm always like, well, I obviously did something terrible. Oh, oh, I do that all the time. That's immediately what you jump to first. It's like, wow, I really made them like, upset. I must. Well, be a piece it, of poop. it just it was that thing. It, it, Something I'd watched while, you know, marriage was imploding. There was like, you can't control what anybody else, how they react or what they do or how they respond. The only thing you can control is how you respond. Mm -hmm. And that just stuck with me. So it's something I've tried to practice more and more and and get better with with my friends. I wish I, I could do it a little better in my parenting. In, in the moments of like frustrating with my oldest child of like, you know, um, just to have that moment of like, okay. Yeah. It's all right. I don't, it, it obviously this isn't about me mm-hmm. and it's okay. Yeah, you know, because at the a- end of the day, is it ever really about us, or is it about whatever the other person's going through? Right, and that's what it is, and, and it's hard to understand the motives. Like, it, it's easy to get caught up in the minutia of analyzing. Well, why did this person do this, and what are like? Are you even have people like you know that sometimes somebody will say something that's like they'll say something kind of passive aggressive and critical but it'll be really specific to something that they know will make you upset. And Uh you can let it go. And it just sits in the back of your head and gnaws at you until the point like later where you're like, you bring it up to them and they'll say, Oh, well, I didn't mean that, but they'll do that every time. Like it'll be really pinpoint this perfect passive aggressive thing because they know your personality and it'll, they're like, this'll hurt them. And just put well, it in I there. Think and then when you come back... That's and, manipulation. Well, you, because you come they're back. trying to get you to react. Right. And so so the, you've got that little seed in there. And it's festering. And it, it makes you want like, it makes you want to react to it. It makes you want to be like, why, why would you do that? Why did you say this? Like, that hurt my feelings. This is whatever. And when somebody does that repetitively, like, you have to, like, take a step back and be like, wow, all right, so... The motivation behind this is obviously to get to me. I can't control what this person's doing, but I can control what I react like. Like, this isn't a situation where I need to let it bother me and they need to get whatever this comment is out at the time. And maybe they do want to make me feel bad because that makes them feel better for some reason. But I don't really have to let it get to me. Like, I, I can, you, you reach this point where you start to learn to kind of almost disconnect your initial reactions from certain stimulus. Like, you know, what does this actually mean in the grand scheme of things? Like uh, this comment, I can just let that go because it doesn't mean anything to me. And you you start to, I don't know, you start to be able to just kind of disconnect from the stuff because you can recognize Uh, it. That's so tough though. When it's somebody who's doing it on a regular Mm -hmm. consistent basis, I mean that in itself 
is a mental illness, right? Like that's somebody mm-hmm. who's abusing. That's somebody who's manipulating this situation. That's somebody who's targeting. I mean, that's dangerous. You know what I mean? Like but that's a person you do not. You, but you, that's you, a, they gotta go. That's the society we live in, though. Like everybody's got that person, like where they where they work or in their family or a neighbor. I mean, there's always that. The, yeah, the but Karen. I feel like you know the care like at, at at our age, like isn't this the point in your life where you're like, okay, time out. People mm-hmm. like that, they've got to go. Like, you don't, who oh. wants somebody like that? And I know, I mean, I consider I'm big enough to say, like, I've been that person, right? Like, oh, yeah. We all I, have. I was not. And especially when you're exposed to that person. Because you, like, when, when, when you're exposed to a certain kind of behavior that's hurting you, your initial reaction back is to respond in a like way. And yeah. it, it can, it can, it can, you know the difference between the the person who Definitely feels bad about what, them. yeah. The, the the there's always the one person you you know who's just responding back out of like defense where, like they do feel bad. They're like, wow, yeah, I just feel drained and I'm tired from this. Like I just want it to be over. Like, can can we work on whatever? And then it's uh, you get past it. But then the other person's always like still got this like under the skin kind of. I don't know, like a resentment or a grudge or like it never gets let go. And then you just have to understand that like some people are just wired that way. I mean, it's, well, like, it's, it's just the way I it think is. There's an, it's the, I think there's an evilness to it, right? It's that person who never stops, who never changes the behavior, who never mm-hmm. acknowledges the behavior, the person that's always kind of playing the victim role, uh, it's always somebody else's fault. It's always your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, my my family's kind of the the exam. You know what I mean? Like, they've never. A lot of them never acknowledged mm-hmm. that they've had any fault in anything. It's always been somebody else's fault. It was always the other mm-hmm. relative's fault. It was always this one's fault, that one's fault. What have I done wrong? I haven't done it. I've always been, you know. And I'm like, do you hear? You know what I mean? And as a kid, like you're you're like, well. That's that's not really true, actually. But oh, okay, sure. And, and and then you know what I mean. As I got older, it's like we're not doing this anymore. This, this yeah. is this this is it. Like I can't. I my brain just could not. I I, mm-hmm. I physically and mentally could not take another day. Yeah. Of any of that. Mm-hmm. And I think when I hear of people doing it, or even if I catch myself being like that bitch to somebody, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you better call your therapist, boom, get a higher dose of medication or something, because you need to get your ass in check. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, you can kind of tell, too, like, when you have your emotions regulated, like, there's a difference, like, um, a certain amount of empathy that's involved in the situation. Like I can, all right. So here's a good example is like um, somebody that I know uh, that understands my feelings. They can come up to me and say, Hey, fuck face. You look like shit. And I'm like, good morning. Nice to see you. Right. And it's like, Hey, you're having a great day. Like, I mean, they obviously said something mean to you, but you understand where it's coming from. And it's like, okay, yeah, well, maybe they're having you a bad have day. have a relationship. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, the difference between um, 
like the intention and the the delivery like and then somebody else can be like hey you really did a nice job uh filling out that paperwork and it's like there they didn't say anything wrong but you know what was behind that like mm-hmm. it was like it was yucky and like those are the kind of feelings that you want to react to like when i when, when like if somebody's like comes up to me and they're like hey fuck face and i'm like hey what's up like if, uh, that's almost like a cheerful greeting to me uh, <laughs> i don't know why but like then you the other end of the spectrum is like that that little that little jab is like there was the you know what was behind it uh, you have to take a step back and like this is this is a level that humans just want to respond to like it was like you know like they there was some torment behind like almost like they're trying to punish you for an emotion that they came up with themselves that you had nothing to do with and you're like no no yeah. <laughs> like what was that yeah i mean i, I used to uh, have this manager that i worked for his name was larry and man talk about you know the short guy complex where you'd you'd have somebody that really all you had to do was say was larry uh, and i understood oh that's right so anyway like this guy he was constantly like he wanted to be the center of attention and he wanted to be like the cool kid out hanging out behind the bleachers in high school but he never was, but that's all he ever wanted. It's like, he was always worried about, I got to be the cool kid. I always care about what everybody thinks of me. Like he always had like his shoes shines and he thought it looked cool to smoke a cigar. And he thought it like whatever. And like, he would just say hurtful things because like in his mind, everything that everyone did was to hurt him. Like he just construed everybody's actions as like, he's always the victim. He's like, if everybody worked as hard as me, everything would be awesome. And if everybody did what I said, everything would be awesome. Like everything that everybody did was an attack on him personally. And everybody's just trying to do their best. Like we would all just laugh at him. You get to be like the people that worked there for a long time. He became a joke too. And the people that were like hired on would would be a lot of turnover. Like those people, they immediately quit because they're like, wow, this guy's just abusive. The kind of stuff, the way this guy treats people, it's abusive. It's sarcastic. It's like passive aggressive. It's just downright verbally abusive. He's mean. Like who is this guy? And it was like, Oh, it took me years to get over it. Like he would, he would braid me for not talking to customers. Right. Then like everything was my fault. Sometimes he would just follow me through this parking lot, like puffing on a cigar and you do this wrong. You do this wrong and this wrong. Everything you do is wrong. Like just screaming at you. And I just go out to my car and like chain smoke cigarettes and be like, what the fuck's wrong with me? I'm such a piece of crap. And it's like, when you run into somebody later in life that like, triggers those like memories in your head like those like those little snagged like packs of aggressive comments or they just say something in the same kind of tone you know where it comes from you're like gross oh you're just another larry (laughs) another larry yeah Yeah. i i don't there's really only kind of one person that triggers that stuff for me yeah um but it definitely bled over into some other people that mm-hmm. stayed around probably a little too long in my life. It, 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 but my emotional response to it is not, mm-hmm. 
it's usually supercharged. Right. I definitely uh, want to lash out. Oh, yeah. Because part of you was hurt from that. Yeah. We, it just goes to instant anger. Like, it's mm-hmm. instant, like, I don't even know that anger is the right word. Because it's not really, like, with my mother, it's instant fury, right? Like, yeah. I, I can't tell you the phone calls of just sitting there screaming on the phone. Yeah, it's like you want uh, justice somehow. Like, it's well, like, it's like, it wasn't yeah. even, ju- it was just about being heard, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was like, do you, can you just listen to what I'm saying, please? Mm-hmm. I, I, it's not even about being right. Just hear, just acknowledge what I have to say. Right. You don't have to agree with me, but just hear me. And that mm-hmm. was not something that was ever really done. You know, it was like, mm, what you, what you, whatever you think didn't matter. Whatever you, you say, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Yeah. You know, you know, and then I find out like 20 years later, oh, you were right. Yeah. Well, great. That feels good to hear now. Thank you. Like, let me go put a hole in the wall because, uh, I didn't though because I can't. I'm not really great at patching a hole in the wall. It's too much manual labor. Oh, I've gotten very good at that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd rather just. But, I would have gone and like chain smoked myself. <laughs> yeah. And I got damaged property. That's too yep. much. It's too so much you, work. Yeah. So like back to like your your awesome moment. Like it, it 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 seems like the older you get, the more complex the triggers get, and the more subtle the types of you, you really pick up, I think, a lot more on like the subtle kind of jabs at people. Like the 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 direct stuff almost seems like you can shuff it off pretty easy. But the other well, stuff, it's handle, like, I think, yeah, like when so, like when I'm at, yeah, like when I'm at work, if somebody comes into my work and they're upset about something and they're being I don't know, just confrontational and loud with me. I know it's not something I did. I'm very, it's really easy for me to not take it personally and just be like, okay, well, you need to calm down first. Like, let's, can, can you, I didn't do anything to you. Like, can we work on what you need to get done and do that without the, the comments and stuff? Cause it's not helping. <laughs> like, I don't need to lash out back. Like I, I, right. I can understand, right. like you're frustrated because stuff happened and, you're just going to, anybody that seems to be giving you a hard time about what you're trying to accomplish just feels like an adversary. Like, that's not personal to me. That's just your situation. I get it. Right. Like, but then there's other times, like, where you know it's personal. And you know that they're intentionally doing something to cause discomfort in you. Like, it's not even something, like, where you can construe it as an accident or they're having a hard day and they're just saying something to get it off of their chest. Like, you know that the intention is planting a seed of discomfort in you and trying to, like, cause you to feel bad or causing you to feel hurt or causing you to feel uh, shamed or whatever this negative thing is. But it's like it's like, an, it's like an assassin's bullet. It's like, I know, right, like, that's the button. There it is. I'm planting that. And now I feel good. I can't like, tell you how many conversations I would have in past relationships 
where I'd look and be like, are you like purposely going out of your way to start mm-hmm. a fight right now? Oh yeah. I, I'm like, what What are you, why? What What, what mm-hmm. are you trying to do right now? Yep. Right? And then like the, the feedback I'd get like, oh, you're fucking nuts. You're, you're crazy. Oh God. Do, do you hear what you're saying? Yeah. Like, do you hear the things that are coming out of your mouth? And meanwhile, their actions are the intentional direction was to make you feel like you're crazy, right? And then like, and then and then then it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Okay, I did the thing. They're acting crazy. They feel crazy. Now I can say you're acting crazy. This is just out of control. Oh, and here's another good one. I like this one too, where they they freeze when you're like losing your shit because of them, and then they're like, "I'm really worried about you." You're not acting stable. Like I say this because I care about you, but you really need help. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh yes, yes, oh. yes. And oh, oh, I can't, I can't because I'm so worried. I'm, I'm just so worried about. I, I can't. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. Or I, I you know, oh, they're just so. Mm-hmm, yeah, no, yeah. no, mm-mm. no. It's not that. No, it's you. You're the one causing the, the fucking problem. You're making the crazy situation. You're blaming the person because you're playing head games and you're trying to make everybody believe that you're this poor person holding mm-hmm. everything together. No, when you're really yeah. the fucking train wreck. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we know that story too. And that's a very hard place to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then and mentally. Then, oh, yeah. Uh, and it's hard even like sometimes you get these apologize the, these apologies that are just as bad as the, the the ones that are just as bad as the ones that, that is is the part that hurt you Wait, like you like the get ones, apologies from people well they're different like you you get apologies sometimes that are like I'm sorry about whatever the I'm sorry I did whatever it is that made you feel bad like the where there's no accountability just like you know that there's no actual remorse they just regret having to Can deal we, with like so, oh yeah. my favorite is yes 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 because i get the don't we haven't spoken in two days mm-hmm. two days of not speaking and can we just sweep this under the rug oh yeah no accountability let's pretend it didn't happen yes this. and th- that yeah. was actually the exact yeah. words can we just pretend this has didn't happen and sweep it under oh. the rug and, and move the, on the same meanwhile thing. Yep. Two days, I'm in my head like, I, I, you're not going to talk to me? Yeah. You you, you caused all this mess, and mm-hmm. you're not talking to me for two days. And now Oof. you want to come up to me and pretend none of this happened, and you just didn't ignore me for two days. And then Wouldn't the other... even look at me every time I, I tried yep. to speak to you. And now yep. and... you want to just come up to me mm-hmm. and tell me, to sweep it all under the rug and pretend it didn't happen and not have a conversation about nothing? Yep. Yeah. You got the, the wrong other one that, Just like that, the time machine. I wish we could go back in time to back when things, like, the, the, like, oh, I wish we could just pretend like this didn't happen. I wish we could just go back in time. But see, I wish, do you question your emotions in that? Like, where yeah. are you like, am I like the crazy one here? Like, let, yeah, like should I, I just I, let it go? Where you feel like other people have the ability to just take a hurtful experience and make it evaporate and then yeah. not affect you anymore. Yeah. Like people that have had, uh, one of the worst things I think that some people can say to somebody who has like a history of trauma are things like, well, at least like minimizing how you feel, 
because you, or or at least this didn't happen or the people that like to paint a silver lining on shitty situations like like oh man i'm really worried about this friend that they have they're having problems like well at least it's not you it's like all right, cool. Or like it, it, it just takes all of the, the personal, like I'm having a personal feeling here and here you are just like taking away my emotions saying that at least it's not this, you're not looking at it right. Your brain's not thinking right. Like here, do it this way. This'll be better because this is how healthy people think about it. And it's like, you can't do that. Like that's like, what, where, where I just, it just feels like there's something disconnected sometimes. Like, yeah. And it makes you feel like the crazy person because you're like, I really felt like that was a normal response to the situation. Like, and now I'm being told it's not. I maybe I and, and then the person who does care about the feelings are like, maybe I did make a mistake. I must. I must be. I should, there's probably something wrong with me. I can't just seem to let this go. Like, but all right. I, I I'm sorry. And then you turn, then you turn into the 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 plagued apologizer. Have you ever like where you're just like everything that comes out of your mouth because you feel so misunderstood all the time, and you're always getting criticized, and you're always getting beat down. That almost every sentence ends or starts with "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," because mm-hmm. like everything, you're just walking on eggshells. Like you just you have to take a step back and like be like. Seriously, listen to me. I'm apologizing for breathing. I'm apologizing for eating an egg. I'm apologizing for drinking this water. It's like, what am I doing? It was very interesting. Um, I, I, I brought one of my old phones down from New York. Uh, to, we were trying to hack into Katrina's Twitter account. And that, it's Twitter keeps saying, there, uh, there's an iPhone 4 logged into Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's that phone, and I can't get I can't get on the damn phone right. But I I went through some text messages. I didn't even I don't remember these relationships right with these people and things right. It was mm-hmm. like reading somebody else's life. Yeah, you know, it was like kind of reading a diary of somebody else's life. I don't remember it really like that. Uh but I'm, I, I was shocked, you know, mm-hmm. I, I did not, um, <laughs> I don't even, I, I don't have the words to even describe. I was constantly apologizing to somebody Yeah. for something mm-hmm. that. I didn't do like I, I could, you could read the yeah. text, you know what I mean? And that's why too, I always save all my text messages, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm like notorious and like, and I'll freaking email them to myself because I'm like, no. And, and I was like, now going back and reading it in that situation, I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong mm-hmm. and you blamed yourself. And it was kind of, it was therapeutic for me because it was finally, I allowed myself to not feel guilty anymore. Yeah. I allowed myself, you know, in in a few relationships. This is going to, yeah, this is going to go, 
this is kind of a long string to follow, but I think I've actually figured out a lot of the psychology behind some of that shitty behavior. Um, and it comes to entitlement. Um, when I, I think certain people have like different degrees of entitlement, like they just feel like they deserve things in life. Like they should just have things. And just because they provide an average amount of effort for something, they just feel like they should have the moon and the stars for their contribution to society. Um, and they create situations in their own internal narrative when things cause discomfort for them. It's almost the exact opposite of what happens to me. Like, and I'm going to, I'm going to use an example. Um, like when, no, when, uh, let's, let's say, uh, Oh, I don't know. Um, I, let, let's say I, uh, I, I go to work and one of my coworkers uh, leaves one of their dirty dishes on my desk. And I say, hey, could you not leave your dirty dish? On the, and they say, okay, yeah, no, I'm sorry, I forgot. I must have been over here talking to you and I just set it down. I'll grab it. And then they, and then they come back and it's again, it's just sitting there and... There, it, it's. I'm like, hey, you le- you left your dirty cup on my desk again. Can you grab that, please? And they come get it, whatever. Now, eventually, I'm just like, I'm picking up the cup and I'm just putting it back on your desk. I'm like, dude, you keep leaving your cup on my desk. Knock it off. I think that's a normal. That's a normal way to to handle a situation. Because I don't feel like I'm entitled to have the world given to me. I I feel like things happen. I talk to people. They can make mistakes. And I'll say it over and over again. Because people forget. I'm not the most important thing. I'm not the most important thing in the world. And I'll say over and over again what I feel like is fair to another person. And they may not hear me. Like I said, I I don't consider myself to be God. Like I'm not going to shake the world like sometimes the stuff i say isn't that important and people are going to ignore it and they're not going to take what i say to heart i don't get butthurt about that i think there's another reversed psychology thing that happens and i it, it took me a long time to kind of figure it out because it's so foreign to how i think but i think people feel entitled to be treated a certain way like they're special in some way and like, let's say uh, I'm one of those entitled people and the, my coworker leaves their dirty cup on my desk again. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to leave that cup sit there. And I'm going to get myself angrier and angrier. That cup is causing me discomfort. How dare that person leave that cup on my desk? Don't they see they left that dirty cup on my desk? Are you freaking serious? Three days later, the cup's still on my fucking desk. When person comes over and they're like, "Hey Dana, could you um, could you send me an email about that meeting that you had earlier?" Oh yeah, I'll send you an email. What's going on? Are you mad about something? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, I'll send you that email. And in their head, they're like, "That fucking son of a bitch." They had the nerve to come over here and talk to me like nothing's wrong. And just walk away without that fucking cup. Now, 
this feels gross to me. This feels like a crazy person to me. Like you have just created a situation where someone has offended you without any of that actually happening in reality. <laughs> that it didn't actually happen. You made that up in your head because you're so entitled. You feel that you shouldn't have had that cup on your desk and that person intentionally injured your feelings. And now it's your job to injure them back. They hurt you. And now you have to hurt them back and nothing ever fucking happened. Like there's nothing that happened there. Like, they didn't even give that person a chance to correct what they did. Like they couldn't even say like, Hey, it kind of bugs me. You left your cup on my desk. Could you pick that up? And then the other person's like, Oh dude, I'm sorry. I forgot. And then you, there's mutual understanding. Like you've reached a connection again and it goes away. People make mistakes and nobody can be accountable right. for how they make everybody feel all the time. Like these, I think that some people just have this like, internal narrative where they're constantly a victim and everything that they feel internally negative, they blame on everybody else. And then there's the opposite end of the spectrum where everything negative you feel on the inside, when you, when you are actually treated poorly in life, everything that you feel on the inside, those negative feelings, it's like they're because of you. You're like, you piece of crap. You did that. You're the reason that that person hurt you. That wouldn't have happened to you if you were a better person. I'm sorry. I did this thing that made you hurt me. Like <laughs> you, so you've got, you've got this two things. Like, I'm sorry. I made you hurt me. I'm sorry. I made you hurt me. I didn't know that anything was happening. I was just living my life normal and I made you hurt me. What a piece of crap I am. And then you reverse that. And it's like this other person made a, a situation where they hurt their own feelings in a made up world of a situation that didn't even happen. Like those are the two people that like, they, they, like they find each other. Like they just find each other and they fit together. It's like, here's someone like, I definitely am a piece of crap. And this person's telling me that I am, that makes sense. <laughs> like that's like, that's how the world like matches things up. Sometimes it's like, it's like, all of a sudden, like you realize like inside sometimes like there's just somebody who feels slighted and they, they are entitled to the world. And then there's other people that sometimes they feel like they're just not good enough to feel like they deserve anything. And it sucks. It sucks for both of those people to save. Cause like here you have one person that just can never be happy because they feel like they're the cause of everybody's pain. And then you have the other side of the coin, someone who's equally unhappy because they feel like their pain is because of everybody else. And then they can't take into account like that it's inside them. They're the ones like it's their hate for everyone and their anger for everyone. Their, their feeling of entitlement that's creating their own sadness inside. They can't accept things for the way they are and they can't appreciate the things that they have. The other person doesn't get the things to appreciate because they don't feel they deserve them. They could have them if they actually tried and they wanted them, but they never ask for them because they don't feel like they deserve them. And both of those people are just as sad. Like they're just sad people inside. And 
the positive thing I can say about like the one who's been injured is there's this feeling where you break down and I think you realize like from the outside that those feelings that you had, you were creating them just the same as the other person was creating them. It's almost like a same level of like dysfunction. Like you take this feeling on top of yourself that you didn't even realize like should exist. And you create it because you felt like you could take the, the trauma of that, that, that burden of accusation because right. you've done it before. I feel like I can take this on because I've taken that on before. I know I can deal with it. I'll take that on because I know I can deal with it. And that's the person that I feel like can grow because they can take that feeling and they can live in that feeling and they can actually like participate in that negative feeling, get introspective, like have a rich kind of like introverted look at what that situation is and grow from it because that uncomfortable feeling to them is their fault and they need to work through it. The person that has that uncomfortable feeling that pushes it off and blames it on somebody else because they feel entitled to the good stuff, the people that won't work through their hard feelings and just push them away to focus on the good stuff, those are the people that I don't think can really grow because they don't feel comfortable enough in those negative emotions to be able to work through them. And it's a, if, if they were to try to grow, I feel like it's a lot more painful process for them because they aren't familiar with living in that kind of mental state. They're not familiar with actually taking the blame on themselves or being accountable for their own actions. They're always blaming somebody else. And when they actually do try to grow and they actually do try to turn it inward and like work on themselves, it's the most painful thing. And they start to hate themselves. I, I, I don't even know <laughs> how I, I wouldn't, I, whew, that's got to be something to really go through. I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think <laughs> they can. I don't think they do. Yeah. I mean, that's why people stay the same. Yeah. And that's why people don't change. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's why you hear so many inspirational stories of like people that like really come from depression that all of a sudden wake up and realize that they actually do deserve some like positivity in their lives and they get encouragement from their certain like their support group and they like blossom like a flower and they turn into something amazing yeah. you hear those stories about those people that came from like a bad family and they really made something amazing out of themselves because mm -hmm. all of a sudden they realized their worth you never hear the opposite stories about the person that felt like they deserved everything and they tried really hard to get everything they wanted. And really they just ended up hurting a lot of people and they disappear because nobody likes hearing that story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless you count like Elon Musk or something, <laughs> I mean, he did it. He succeeded. I mean, yeah. Well, now he's suing Twitter. Yeah. Cause he is entitled to. He is. Yeah. Yeah, some of those like those CEO types that like go in and they're just like oh, the one that really made me mad. Do you remember um, the the 
the pharmaceutical like trust fund kid he like inherited this uh pharmaceutical company from his dad or something and they were the ones that made EpiPens. and he just decided that because people had to have them they'd pay anything for them so he like jacked the price up to like four hundred dollars an EpiPen, and they used to be like eight dollars were they seven hundred dollars in every pen? I don't know what they were. It was some ridiculous money. Yeah. Just because he was like, "Well, people got to have it. Supply and demand. I deserve to make money. This is my company now." Like that kind of ethical grossness. Blah. But yes, it's ethical grossness. But does it make him a good business person? Well, I mean, capitalism. I think encourages people to be garbage. I mean, it really does. It it teaches people to exploit every niche there is to create a sense of like a, a sense of deficit. Like you're missing out if you don't take part in this. If you don't have this, you're not missing. If you don't have the latest iPhone, if you don't have the latest Android phone, if you don't you have the latest TV, capitalize. Like, yeah, and then instead of encouraging like a grassroots level of marketing where it encourages small businesses within communities to survive. It encourages skimming from the top. Like the biggest company will prevail because they can afford to the little guy that's just trying to make it. If you don't have an exceptional product that can destroy the competition and ruin other people's businesses, then you're not going to make it. Like, that's really what it is. It's this level of Darwinism where you really have to constantly be, like, trying to push the survival of your business. It's about surviving. It's well, it's sur- getting it, worse. And it worse. is. Like, I just saw on, on Facebook one of our, in where we're from, one of the competitors. And you know what the thing is I loved about where we're from? Mm-hmm. In that town, so a bunch of my friends own businesses. Yeah. So we all had businesses. We all had food restaurants. Mm-hmm. We all fucking supported each other. We right. all shared each other's shit. Mm-hmm. We all, even the ones but, that had the same product. But what about what about like the McDonald's and the Wendy's and Not the bad. Applebee's? Yeah. Not do bad. they? Is there any sense of community there? No. No, because they're a giant conglomerate. Well, yeah. No. I mean, you, you, right. I used to, I experienced that when I used to work for a pizza place. Like sometimes you get stuck and like Auburn poultry can't bring you your wings and you call the guys down the road, Hey, Gaetano's, you got extra wings. Could we get a couple of bus tubs full of them? Cause we didn't get our order. And they're like, Oh yeah, you get us back next time. Cool. Like, you Oh my God. Yes. Each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like the pizza shop. About, you got some meatballs. Yeah. I got your meatballs. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, and that, like, was always, um, I always loved doing stuff like that. Like, to Mm -hmm. me, because that is what, you support each other. Yeah. And I saw the one guy, he just showed, like, everybody's electric bills are going up. His electric Mm -hmm. bill, did you see this post? Went from $700 a month, which I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't believe that it was still $700 a month. Because that's about what ours was five years ago. Mm -hmm. To over... Twenty. It was like twenty five hundred dollars. I'm like, how forget much it. Electricity. Wow. It's not that. That's how much the bill went up. I'm like, and it mm-hmm. makes sense because I know what the bill went up at my house. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, you might as well close the doors. That's it. I mean, you can't run a business yeah. if, if for a, the little tiny shop that he's got. 
Mm-hmm. If that's how much they're going to charge for ga- gas and electric, that you're done. You 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 can't. You, there's no way. There's no. You can't charge enough. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to work. You, there's no yeah. way. And then you had it, see now. There's the other thing about like emotions, like the kind of things that people do out of desperation can be just as ugly as the kind of things that people do just because they're not good. I mean, like you have somebody who's desperate. I mean, they might take advantage of people. They might steal. They might like ask for favors and never intend on paying them back because they, they don't have a choice. It's survival. I'm sorry like, I didn't give you that 20 bucks back. I don't remember that. But I don't either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. Like I think about like some of those different like emotional kind of like knots that people get caught up in. And really it's like, you kind of have to choose, like, they have to read the intention and kind of have some empathy, like, with almost any emotional reaction. Like, even, like, if it's something funny, like, if you laugh at something, like, you might hurt somebody's feelings really bad. Maybe you can't help it. But, like, you have to look at the intentions behind it. Like, if you do hurt somebody's feelings, like, you have to know how to talk to them and understand that, like, you have to communicate that you feel bad because they feel bad and you might have caused that. It doesn't matter if I agree with why you're upset. The bottom line is you're upset. Even if I think the reason that you're upset is stupid, I still see that I'm the cause of making you hurt. And I feel like garbage. I have to say, I am sorry. I don't agree with why you're upset, but man, it hurts me to see you this way. And I am sorry. You, and you would I'm, make somebody's fucking head explode if you said that to them. In today's yeah. culture, right? their fucking head would explode because right. you couldn't be that honest because you're not really apologizing. Yeah. Because you're not really sorry. No. Like, I, I, you're being honest. Yeah. yeah. And you're actually, to me, like what mm-hmm. you're just saying just there is actually more truthful. And, right. and more sensitive yep. to somebody. But people get so pissed when you yeah. do that. Yeah. And then the, the other end of it is like the, the, the people that you know that they don't feel bad, but they still try to apologize anyway. They'll just oh, be yeah, like, yeah. The, 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 I'm sorry, okay? That one. That's like my favorite one. Or, or this is one like, I really regret what I did. My favorite. I really regret hurting your feelings. Like there's no remorse there. They don't, they don't actually feel bad that you, they are the reason that your feelings are hurt. They just regret <laughs> doing it. Like I regret speeding because I got a ticket. Like you don't feel bad that you were speeding. You just <laughs> wish you didn't do it. Like the, I regret thing. It's just gross. Bah. <laughs> Those are some of my pet peeves anyway, but I don't know. You learn to, like, actually, like, you kind of get a, you get kind of a flavor for it after a while. Like, you you, kind of pick up on, like, the things that some people say, and you know why they're going to say it. And the reason they do those things is because they're really trying to create discomfort in you to get back at you for some perceived discomfort that you caused to them. And the best way that you can, uh, like, just skip the cycle altogether is to not let it get to you. It's just to ignore it and be like, okay, bye. And then it, it'll make heads explode. 
heads explode. <laughs> like you don't, you don't, you don't have. There's, there's no re- like. Yeah, I'm upset. I'm angry. Well, I'm angry that you're angry. I don't care. Bye. Like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know anyway i think i don't know we we could probably do a part two of this one like we could could probably talk about emotions a lot like like where where they stem from like how do they how do our reactions change as we get old older the types of emotions that we have we do like whole episodes on emotion we should do one on joy let's do an episode on joy i feel like we need to talk more about happiness because we're always talking about like our personal grumbles let's talk about happiness for a change i don't i don't know her okay well let's try that one for next week maybe okay well kristen kristen was very upset with us because we didn't call her uh sorry but we we literally set this up about 20 minutes before the show started yeah, I don't know. Everybody's just kind of been doing their... I, I thought I was like the summer school teacher and everybody was on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right, kids. Well, that's Monday night. That's the Dana Show. Week five, maybe. Could be week six or week seven. Who knows? Who well, knows it's we're weak. And mm-hmm. no, we're strong. We're the strong ones. We're the strong boys. All right. Everybody, have a lovely evening and enjoy your summer.